When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Get used to the mantra, all gas, no break. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Turn the Jets podcast. I'm your host, Will Parkinson, at WillPaul11 on Twitter, Instagram, find Turn on the Jets on Facebook, TikTok, the whole nine yards. But uh, live reaction pod here about an hour or so ago. The Jets traded officially traded Sam Darnold. He'll be going to the Carolina Panthers for a six round pick in 2020 or 2021 and in 2022, a second and fourth round pick. Crazy that we're here. Uh, never thought, you know, three years ago, let alone 12 months ago, we'd be having this conversation in 2021. The Jets at number two, having gone through another head coach, now another young quarterback. Super talented guy in Sam Darnold, and, and he's now uh, now a thing of the past. Will be a Carolina Panther going down to work with Matt Rule and Joe Brady down in Carolina. So a lot of emotions. Everyone that listens to the podcast knows um, I'm a gigantic Sam fan. I've, I'm a diehard USC fan. I've loved Sam, you know, for a long time now. I think he's a phenomenal person. I think he's an incredibly talented quarterback. Did not play up to expectations and, and did not play consistently enough over the three years here with the Jets. Now, did the Jets fail Sam? 100%. We've, I've talked about this a bunch. Everyone has kind of, I think, admitted at this point, the Jets failed Sam in a lot of ways. Um, Sam did not help himself specifically in 2021. Um, you know, obviously the mono and, and things of that nature can't control, but obviously the shoulder this year getting hurt and coming back and then getting hurt again and um, did not play well, was not able to push the ball down the field like he was specifically as a rookie. The confidence was shaken. You could tell, um, you know, there was just, it, it was, it did not, did not click this year. And Adam Gase's, you know, dinosaur offense did not help at all. So unfortunate the way things worked out. Um, there was definitely a chance, I thought, early in the offseason. And I think even to this day, there's people in that Jets building that I've seen that, that wanted Sam here. Um, but at the end of the day, Douglas, took what he thought was best for the organization to build more draft capital. The Jets now have 21 picks over the next two drafts, multiple ones, multiple twos, multiple mid-round picks. The Jets are stacked from a draft capital perspective. And the Carolina Panthers, who had a huge question mark at quarterback with a pretty talented offensive roster, they're still in the rebuilding mode um, under Matt Rule. But Joe Bray's a, a, you know, an up-and-coming offensive coordinator, somebody that if he turns you know Sam Darnold around, this year and gets him, you know, over the next two years as the Panthers did pick up Sam's fifth year option. So he's kind of a locked in two year started trial period there in Carolina. Look, Joe Brady's going to have be a head coach and Matt Rule's going to probably win some coach of the year votes, right? So there's two different, you know, kind of things here. 
I guess we'll start, like I said, with the Jets. 21 picks over the next two years now. Going to go Zach Wilson, number two. Uh, I'd say 99.5% chance to go Zach Wilson at two. And a lot of TOJ people and a lot of Jets fans are Justin Fields, um, you know, as QB1. But, um, you know, as their QB2, I should say. But, you know, Zach Wilson's going to be the pick at two. The Jets are going to be able to build around him, at, you know, with their picks at 23, 34. You know, six, you know, in the third and fourth and fifth round this year. And then still have some money to spend if they want to go out in the veteran market post-draft and add, you know, some depth. And then in 2022, you know, they've got another multiple ones, multiple twos, you know, and obviously there's a lot of holes in this roster, but the Jets are in a great, you know, in great, I guess, situation here where if Douglas can hit on these two drafts and some of these guys from last year develop, the Jets should be in the, you know, set for the next five to seven years if they can hit on quarterback and fill in some of that offensive line um, as well as, you know, build that defense under Robert Salas. So Jets fans should be excited there. Um, I think it's bittersweet. You know, maybe there's some people that I think, unfortunately, the way this, this has played out on through social media and, you know, frustration with the Adam Gase era, people have kind of had to go in this anti-Sam or pro-Sam argument. And it's been tiresome. I think everybody, whether you're on either side of the fence, is so sick of talking about what the Jets were going to do with two, what did they do with Sam, all these types of things, right? So now that that's over with, the Jets will be, like I said, will be going Wilson at two. Um, Sam will be the starting quarterback in Carolina for the, you know, presumably the next two years. And if he does well, which I, I expect him to do much, much better, um, you know, under a much more, <laughs> that's a true, a true brilliant offensive mind there. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is going to probably likely get moved. Um, and, and, you know, Carolina should be in a good spot with the McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey coming back in a full season, Robbie Anderson, you've got DJ Moore, obviously Curtis Samuel left, but they're probably going to be able to add at least either a tackle or a top end receiver at that eighth overall pick if they don't trade back. So Carolina should be in a division that New Orleans is taking a step back. Atlanta, no idea what to expect, you know, easier schedule. They play the Jets next year. Um, that's going to be something that's going to be super exciting for Jets fans, but Carolina, you know, everybody. So a lot come, a lot of pieces. Um, you know, I'll always think of Sam as somebody that did everything, you know, right off the field in New York. I think he did most stuff on the field right. But at the end of the day, um, was not quite able to overcome Gase and some of the deficiencies at skill positions, defensively, some of the, you know, talent on the roster, multiple head coaches, all those types of things, all, like I said, are all factors. Um, unfortunately, Sam did not play well this year by any means. I've admitted it. I think everybody, even if you're a pro Sam person, understood Sam really, really struggled this year. And it was disappointing because there was a week, there was a small jump from year one to year two. And, you know, I always remember that Packers, that, that stretch where he went toe to toe with Deshaun Watson, the Jets lose because they were a terrible team, but Sam looked awesome. And then toe to toe with Aaron Rodgers. And well, the game meant nothing, obviously, because both teams struggled that year. 400 plus yards and going toe to toe with Aaron Rodgers in a shootout. It's like, you know, ending the season and that brought, they went toe-to-toe with Luck that year and beat Andrew Luck and all of a sudden it was great, right? And rookie and he had some struggles, but you go into year two, Le'Veon comes in, they signed Mosley, Gase, although everyone hated the hire initially. You know, you got excited that first quarter, first half, um, even with Mono, the Jets are up 16-0, they're rolling. Great summer day, you know, out you know, MetLife against Buffalo and they lose that game and it kind of just felt like it was all downhill from there to some level. And then Sam, you know, comes back from the mono and the Cowboys game again, beats Dak in a, in a kind of great Jets win, probably the, my favorite Jets game in the last two years. And they bombed the Robbie, which I hopefully will see some more of, uh, you know, some more of in Carolina. 
And then, you know, it's they went on a run. They go six and two down the stretch. Gase keeps his job. And you come into this year and the roster gets worse. The Jamal stuff happens. It just felt like the wheels already started spinning. And, you, you know, Sam took a jump, but not a big enough jump for some people. And they're really hoping to see year three. And it's year three is just a disaster from every uh, from every angle, right? And, you know, that Denver game, that was where a lot of people, you know, kind of started the train of, oh, no, we might actually actually have to take a quarterback. And this is, you know, a disaster. And so there's a lot that went into it. But I always, like I said, I'll remember Sam as somebody that, um, you know, did everything right, you know, by the organization and unfortunately did not work out here. I think everybody could, to a man under, or woman, whatever, you know, understand that I want Sam to do well in Carolina. I think it benefits everything from, you know, for him, fresh start, Brandon confidence, offensive coordinator, better weapons, the whole nine yards, right? So Sam should be able to do, do well in Carolina. And like I said, in a division that's, they've got the bucks there, but they're going through some turnover. Breeze retiring, Matt Ryan getting older, Carolina up and coming young roster. So that'll be exciting. But like I said, from a Jets perspective, um, a lot to be, a lot to be excited about coming into draft season. It's like I said, bittersweet having, you know, this, this news finally happened. We've been talking about it for months, but you know, Sam, Sam's a Panther. Zach Wilson will be a jet. Um, whether you like it or not, unfortunately at this point, that's what's going to happen. And, you know, this should be exciting, exciting times going forward. 21 picks for Joe Douglas over the next two years. Whether he hangs out to all those picks or moves, you know, can move some for veterans, et cetera. 21 picks over the next two years. Um, lots of high-end picks as well. This isn't just, you know, a million seventh rounders. They've got, again, multiple ones this year. High, basically three ones at some level this year. With 34, then, you know, obviously 10 picks. And then next year, 11 picks. Two in the first round, two in the second round. A lot, of, a lot to be excited about as a fan base. I think it's good for the fan base as a whole. It's good to not have to talk about this stuff anymore with, you know, with Sam versus Wilson. I think it became super toxic as, as a fan base. And um, I think everyone just is ready to move on. So just to recap, Sam's going to be a Carolina Panther, getting traded for a 2021 sixth, and then a 2022 second and fourth round pick. Um, a little, you know, a pretty decent haul, I would say, can, all things considered, kind of similar to the Wentz trade, a little bit, you know, less value there, but kind of similar to, you know, what most of us were expecting. I talked about Carolina for the last month. That's where I thought he would end up if traded. Um, you kind of can go back through the pods. I've been talking about this for a little while now that they were either going to use Sam to move up. Once that San Francisco trade happened, I thought they're either going to move Sam, you know, and try to trade up from 23 to 34 to move up to eight. Um, if that was going to be a possibility, and if not, move him to Carolina, where, like I said, Rule loved Sam coming out. Um, he really liked him, and, you know, he was almost the Jets head coach, and it's crazy to think about, you know, what happens if the Jets, you know, hire Matt Rule and they let him choose his staff, and they, you know, don't hire Adam Gase, how all this could be so different. You know, Sam's probably still here. Robbie's st probably still here. Uh, Jamal's probably still here. Leonard, all these guys, right? And it's crazy. I tweeted out the photo. A little earlier, that Jets team picture when they unveiled the jerseys. The only guy left is Chris Herndon. Um, it's, it's unfortunate, um, like I said, but better times ahead, I think, for both Sam and the Jets. Um, again, Jets should be able to be improved at pretty much every position. Coaching should be better this year. 21 picks. Got to hit on some of these interior offensive linemen. Got to hit on corner. And then got to you know continue to build those skill positions around Zach Wilson and, and develop him. And then, again, for Sam, 
goes to a brand new system, gets out of the, gets out of New York, gets that whole everything kind of slate wiped clean and be able to go in there and ball out. And, you know, <laughs> he got drafted and the Jets had Teddy Bridgewater on the roster and able to get a third round pick for him. And now he's going to Carolina and following, you know, kind of replace Teddy Bridgewater again. So um, it's, it's all kind of come full circle. And then Jets can, uh, you know, Robbie and Sam playing together would be bittersweet for Jets fans. But again, it's, it's just crazy that we're at this point, you know, on, on April 5th in 2021 that, you know, Sam Donald's a Carolina Panther. The Jets are drafting a quarterback at two. You know, they don't, they are on their third head coach in the last three or four years, multiple GMs, the whole nine yards. But like I said, and I've repeated myself twice now, reason to be excited for both parties. Bittersweet to see Sam go. I think he'll be successful in Carolina. Whether he gets to that top 10 level quarterback, nobody really knows at this point. Um, but I, I do think he'll be much, much improved next year in Carolina. Should be a fun team to watch hopefully score a bunch of points and then from the Jets perspective like I said they're going to be should be improved that in most spots on the roster it's year two and a half kind of for Douglas and he's got a huge opportunity over the next 18 months between this draft next year developing Wilson as a rookie and then what he does in that 2022 draft and that would be kind of make a break point for him so you know like I said love Sam but at the end of the day this is this is unfortunately you know where we're at and um, exciting times and you know make sure to you know this probably be dropping um you know on april 5th tonight and then we have jim trotter on the podcast tomorrow tomorrow morning discussing some you know super interesting topics from the hall of fame to spending in free agency you know diversity and inclusion within coaching hires and then later in the week we've got robert mays coming on from the athletic next week people like steve weish lindsey rhodes from nfl network following week, Evan Roberts from WFAN, Jordan Reed from the draft network, Kyle Brandt, um, my guy, we're going to go, you know, we both were on the set, keep, uh, you know, for a while, keep Sam and, and trade back train. So a lot of really exciting stuff to turn on the Jets, make sure to, you know, tune in and subscribe for at Badlands and listen to our draft season pod as we, you know, kind of ramp up here before the draft, but wow, we're really, uh, we're really here. Sam Donald's a Panther and the Jets are taking a quarterback at two and it's, it's going to happen now. And this is a, uh, it's pretty wild, wild times to be a Jets fan, but hopefully the fan base can uh, get a little bit more on the same page now and, you know, rally around, rally around the staff and, and Douglas and go from there, but make sure to tune in to all the podcasts coming up and hope you guys enjoy. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Instagram at willpa11, willpa11. And, uh, you know, take care. We'll talk to you guys later in the week. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.